0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Kennedy Podcast's AEW Dynamite Review. Um, it was a pretty interesting episode this week, but first of all, I'm with my co-host Cade Man, uh, back from not being here last week. Uh, how you doing this week?
1: I'm doing good. Yeah. It's alright.
0: Um... So, pretty big pretty big episode of Dynamite tonight. Two big matches for Revolution announced. So, we're going to get right into that. And we're going to start with the first match of the night, which was actually Hangman Adam Page versus... Or Hangman Adam Page and... Um, Matt Hardy versus uh, TH2. So, what did you think of this match, Kate?
1: It was pretty alright. I give it two and a half stars.
0: Yeah. All that's... that matters
1: is we're going to have a big old money match between yeah. Matt and Hangman
0: at yeah. Revolution. I think two and a half stars is a fair grade. We all knew TH2 was going down in this match. And the wrestling itself was fine, I guess. Like, Hangman and Page is good. Matt Hardy's good. TH2 are good. So they, they put on a serviceable match. But yeah, we're getting the big money match at Revolution. Winner gets 100% of their opponent's profits for the first quarter of 2021. Um, Basically, this came after Matt Hardy thought he made Hangman sign a deal to his, like, corporation at the end of last week's Dynamite, but that, you know, that didn't really work. Um, so, um, that's what's going on with them. Um, which, you know, I'm looking forward to this match, I guess. Uh, it should be it should be decent, so yeah, that's that. Not much else to say about that, really. um pretty straightforward segment, really. um we cut backstage. We had Santana and Ortiz cutting a promo on the young bucks ahead of their match tonight um, um so that just a pretty standard promo here. Uh you know, it's it's a pretty customary promo by the inner circle at this point. They talked about Sammy leaving last week. Um They talked about how Santana and Ortiz are gonna pick up the win against the Young Bucks Uh tonight. But we'll see when we get to that match. So right after that we had Riho take on Serena Deeb in a first round match of the Women's World Title Eliminator. How would you feel about this match, Cade?
1: It was a pretty good match. I give it 3.5 stars. And also, Hikaru Shida was not on the show. But guess what? It's because she's in Japan helping film the Japanese part of the tournament. But are they going to tell anyone? No. They're not telling the general audience where the fucking women's champion is.
0: Yeah, because they don't care about her. <laughs> um. So
1: this match, Also, Riho re, won with a roll up again. Yeah, that's like that's her actual finishing move at this point.
0: Yeah, that that shouldn't be happening. Um, but this this match was good. I mean, they they meshed well together. I think uh not really a lot of ring rust shown on Riho, despite the fact that she hasn't wrestled in this kind of setting in a couple of months. I don't know if she's been wrestling in Japan. Um, she may have been, but, you know, they got a different style over in Japan. So she hasn't wrestled in this style in a while, but didn't really show any signs of ring rust even after 11 months. So that's good to see out of Riho. Um. Yeah, she won, which I think was the right call. Uh, I think she's a far more exciting choice to challenge Sheeta than Serena Deeb, if I'm honest. Um, I'd much rather see Riho versus Sheeta than Deeb versus Sheeta. Not that either choice wouldn't be a good match. I'd just rather see Riho. Um, so, yeah, I mean... This women's title tournament seems to be going fine so far. I think we've already announced that it's going to be Thunder Rosa versus Riho in the next round, and they showed all the um, all the Japanese um, women advancing. Uh, I don't remember any of their names, Cade. So, could you do you remember their names? Well,
1: Aki Kong won one. And, base, but also, Mikey Toy didn't win. So, throw the whole fucking tournament out. This shit's bullcrap. You know, fucking, this is the worst thing they've ever made in the history of ever. You didn't even put Mikey Atoy
0: over. The, she's so she's this the female tournament Hurricane Helms? Help. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, this tournament, I mean, I don't. Really care about who faces Sheeta because Sheeta hasn't been booked in weeks. So I don't, I don't really care about any Hokaryo Sheeta match because she hasn't been booked in f- three freaking weeks. Um, but anyway, we had Shaq and Jade Cargill doing basketball training. This, this segment confused me because they were doing basketball training but they acted like Jade was training Shaq for a wrestling match but it looked to me like Shaq was training Jade for a basketball game
1: we see when you train for basketball it makes you good at wrestling yes
0: you think people you think people in wrestling are doing layups Yes. Um, yeah, Luthez was infamous for his three-point shots. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it was kind of dumb. Why couldn't they just show Jade training Shaq for a wrestling match? I don't... Because they
1: don't want to
0: show Shaq wrestling until he does wrestle. Not like real wrestling like how they show other people training for a wrestling match how they show how they show Shane McMahon every time training for a wrestling match just show her holding up a punching bag while he punches it or something like that you could have done something like that but they were literally just playing basketball I I don't understand how that helps you prepare for a wrestling match but you know You've got your ways and I've got mine. Uh Orange Cassidy took on Luther. What'd you feel about this match? I didn't love it.
1: I don't know what the hell is going on here. Fucking Luther and have been doing all the good they've been beating everyone on on AW Dart. And then this match comes on, and there's Serpentico is trying to help Luther win, so Chuck Taylor gets in and hits Serpentico with the, you know, the, the little awful waffle, Yeah. and Luther and Orange Cassidy, who've barely wrestled this entire time, Luther, yeah. Orange Cassidy hits his Superman punch and then wins. Like what the heck was going on here?
0: Yeah, this match was dumb and underwhelming. I don't like Luther. He's he's kinda slow but I get it he's old and probably was much better like thirty years ago. But now he's kinda getting stale. And I don't and I think with Orange Cassidy who you kinda need to work around, like he's got a move set that you kind of need to make more exciting. Like he's got a superman punch for a finisher. And I hate the superman punch. Um it's a cool like burst of pa- burst of sudden energy move. Like if a crowd's getting bored of a match and like orange Cassidy or Roman Reigns are wrestling. They can bust out a Superman punch to send a little jolt to the crowd, but I don't think it should be a finishing move. It's just like, well, like it's just kind of an unconvincing finisher, especially for wrestling. When people get cracked on their heads with pile drivers, a little flying punch takes them out. It it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, how do you feel about the Superman punches of finisher?
1: It's all right. Yeah, it's a punch, but it's at least it's a super punch.
0: At least it's not Big Show's punch. Big Show's punch is awful. Um, I never understood. All right, I'm gonna. I was about to go on a tangent about the Big Show, but this is AEW. Um, watch the Big Show show on Netflix, and you know follow us on Twitter uh, yeah I didn't like this match very much I don't like Luci I don't like Luther very much. I am starting to get a little tired of orange Cassidy um, I think he needs to do something else. I don't want him in this Miro feud anymore really. I hope they move him away from that. Well, we had Team Taz come to the ring, uh, to confront Sting, um, you had Hook, Brian Cage, and Taz come to the ring, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs, I guess, um, kinda out because of the bad weather they've been having, because of the bad weather we've been having here down south, um. Where I'm at, South Carolina hasn't really been hit that hard yet. Um, are you down in the South? I don't really know.
1: I will not disclose that information yet, but, uh... Uh Oh. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine.
0: You haven't got hit by the snow yet? Yeah, I'm in South Carolina, Uh, and we haven't really got hit by the bad weather yet. It's been cold and stuff, but it's not... We haven't really been hit by the bad weather yet. Uh... But yeah, I guess Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs got hit with a big bound of snow or something. So they weren't able to make it to the tapings. Um, but yeah, Team Taz beat the holy hell out of Sting anyway. Uh, Sting got a powerbomb on his back, which was very uncomfortable to me. I really don't want Sting to wrestle. It It's going to make me uncomfortable. How how do you feel about sting wrestling? I'm not thrilled about so, it.
1: So I was like I mean it's a cinematic match, so but he's probably not gonna take any actual bumps. And then they went and had Brian Cage give him a power And
0: it wasn't and a, it he wasn't a soft, all right. It wasn't a soft protected so, power bomb either. It was a It
1: seems alright and yeah. He was just selling it really well. So yeah. I think I'm sort of on fine. I'm fine with it since it's just gonna be with a one match that's already pre-recorded.
0: Yeah. I so. I just know I'm going to be whinging the whole time. Cause like Wrestlers who have bit who have had previous injuries always make me a little nervous. Edge made me a little nervous when he first returned. <laughs> Because um, I didn't want him to break his neck again. Mm-hmm. I got immediately nervous when Ed started doing the spears. Because that could seriously fuck over his neck. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm going to feel the same way about Sting. I don't want him to get hurt. I hope they're safe with him. Just don't break him, alright? Uh... What was next? Uh... I don't want to talk about this segment, but I have to, I guess. Kenny Omega reads to children. Uh. Uh. You know what? Kenny Omega is for the children. You know what? Why don't you take this one, Cade? I. I can't. I can't. Okay,
1: so Kenny Omega was at Dust School. With the Young Bucks' book. And he decided to read the book. And he read the book. And the kids, they were a little confused about the book. But they had to go, but time was up and Kenny and Don had to leave. But as they were leaving, all the kids wanted to play with Kenny. But he couldn't stay. So he offered Michael Nakazawa instead. But the kids hated Nakazawa. So they beat him to fuck up, and now Michael Nakazawa is dead.
0: Yeah, I guess. Wasn't he supposed to be like a badass? In New Japan? Michael
1: Nakazawa was the guy that oiled himself up.
0: Oh. Oh, not... no, 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 no. Never mind. I'm thinking of somebody else. I remember who Michael Nakazawa is now. He's not supposed to be serious. I guess it's okay that he got beaten up by a gang of children then.
1: And also you don't fuck with kids, you know? Yeah. I will not but a, a, like twenty kids is gonna is too many kids to fight
0: even yeah.
1: a normal man would degree.
0: They're too small. I mean it's like it's like one of those questions like would you rather fight one Brock Lesnar sized kids or twenty kid sized Brock Lesnar's? Um I would take the Brock Lesnar-sized kid, personally. Um, okay, so, um, next up, Santana and Ortiz versus the Young Bucks. Uh, this was decent. I enjoyed it. What'd you feel?
1: It was pretty decent. I kind of wanted Ortiz and Santana to win. Yeah, but the Young Bucks retaining is fine.
0: Yeah, they're setting up. They're setting up the Bucks versus MJF and Jericho at Revolution, which you know, I I guess I'm excited for. Um, Santana and Ortiz are really good. They should have them wrestle as a tag team more often, huh?
1: Yep. But they're not the tag team of the Inner Circle, so they can't.
0: Yeah, I guess Jericho and MJF for the tag team. That's kind of lame. I I wish they'd give Santana and Ortiz something better to do. Um, I yeah, it's part of the story. The Bucks retained. It was a re- it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be getting a title shot for Santana and Ortiz anytime soon. I'm pretty sure but you know for what they got they got something okay um yeah so after the match the inner circle attacks the young bucks and it takes a very long time for the club to come out even uh brandon cutler came out before even uh the good brothers or kenny did kenny never came out actually so they're pushing that whole narrative of Kenny and the Young Bucks are growing farther apart. So, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about that storyline, I guess. Um, so, you have Brandy Rhodes come, and she's going to do a gender reveal party. Now, hopefully, with this gender reveal party, she doesn't burn down the AEW arena. Um, she didn't. They did the gender reveal party. They brought Cody out there, and revealed it was a girl. Which cool, but mm. The women's division, women's wrestling
1: is just going to be a bunch of second-generation wrestlers, really. Just yeah, Cody Junior's and Birdie and Mrs. Daughter
0: and stuff like that. Hmm. Too, too many daughters. What's her name? What's the Mrs. Daughter's name? Oh, Monroe Sky. Yeah, I think so. Oh, those are two terrible names, by the way. Birdie Joe and Monroe Sky. Ugh. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, it just seemed like a way to get Cody on the show. Cause he doesn't. Gotta really... get
1: Cody on the show, D. I guess.
0: Yeah. My dad mentioned that it was 9 o'clock, so that means either Cody or Chris Jericho is going to be on. Um, That's how you can tell it's 9 o'clock when Cody or Chris Jericho come on. Um, But we had Cody sit down and commentate for FTR versus Matt and Mike Seidel. This match was alright. How would you feel about this match?
1: It was alright, I give it a two out of five. Yeah. I don't know who Mike son un- I don't understand who Mike syndale is. He's I mean I know he's Matt's brother, but like why is he here? They didn't even have like matching gear really.
0: Nepotism.
1: It feels like just let Matt wrestle. You don't need Mike really.
0: It's good old nepotism. Um yeah, I guess. It's the same kind of reason why Ryan Nemeth is here. Or Nemeth or however you pronounce it. It's like, "Oh, you're f- a famous person's son or famous person's relative. Here you go. You can wrestle here." Uh Yeah, FTR1. Nothing really much exciting about this match. After the match though we had a little with a we had um whoa we had FTR ready to cut off some of Mike Seidel's hair with I guess tape cutting scissors um, but then Luchasaurus revealed his new mask and Jurassic Express came out and beat the living shit out of FTR um yeah, I'm enjoying this program, I think. I think they need to end it kinda soon. Um because FTR's got better stuff to do. But, you know, for two teams that don't really have anything to do in this thrown together program, it's it's pretty good. I'm I'm enjoying the progression. Uh they should probably have Jurassic Express versus FTR at Revolution and then end it. But otherwise this has been a decent enough program to fill these two's time. Anyway, next week we have a member of the inner... I wrote a member of the inner circle because I don't remember which one. That member of the inner circle... Oh, Jake Hager. Jake Hager is going to be taking on Brandon Cutler next week. Hangman Page will be taking on Isaiah Cassidy, which... Where's Mark Quinn? Um, he was... Yeah, noticeable by it was supposed to be Hardy Party and Pangman Page versus um TH2 and Chaos Project, but they just completely dropped that match. Where's Mark Quinn? I have absolutely no idea where Mark Quinn went. Um but yeah, Isaiah Cassidy Oh, we completely forgot to mention, by the way, that after the Hangman Matt Hardy segment, uh, Isaiah Cassidy and TH2 beat down Hangman Page and he got saved by the Dark Order. That was a pretty important thing. I don't know why I forgot that. Um, But yeah, uh, and also next week, uh, that's, um, my mouse isn't plugged in, that's why it's not working. Team Taz versus versus the Varsity Blondes. We all know the Varsity Blondes are going to get squashed. Um, let's just be real here. Uh, main event time. So, another case of six-man tag team, fe- of tag team weird thrown-together main event fever. Um, we have Eddie Kingston and the Butcher and Blade taking on... John Moxley, Lance Archer, and Ray Mysterio No, Ray Phoenix. Not Ray Mysterio. Not him. Very much not Ray Mysterio. Um Ray Phoenix. Uh how did you feel about this match? Oh you there? Oh. I think I lost him. Uh, well, I guess I'll talk about my feelings on this match. Uh, I'm just gonna text him that I can't hear him. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I can't hear him at all. Uh... Well, okay, um, uh, yeah, so Moxley and Archer and, um, Eddie, uh, Ray Phoenix, they won the match. Afterwards, Kenny came out and announced that it was going to be a, um, exploding Uh, barbed wire deathmatch at revolution for the AEW world title and that that wraps it up for this episode i've lost my co-host so i guess that's it for this episode uh we'll see you next time